Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. Today we have part two of Stephen Furtick's message about flipping it, not living the same life that you've lived in the past. Here's Stephen. Because if I spend this whole year fixing stuff at the level where I can see it, Jesus said it doesn't even work that way in the human body. It doesn't. You, you put it in your mouth, and I don't mean to be offensive here. I mean, Jesus was offensive, but I don't want to be. But Jesus said, you put it in your mouth, but it doesn't come out of your mouth. Do you get the picture or shall I continue? I mean, occasionally it comes back out of your mouth, but typically, unless something is really wrong, it doesn't come out where it went in. It doesn't come out in the same place that it came from. I've noticed this is true in so many of the areas of my life where I'm trying to see change and improvement. Even in the area of my anger, I wonder sometimes when I'm driving down the road and something comes over me, a demon called Legion comes over me. And I will think to myself, there is, there is no way that that woman, that 73-year-old woman's turn signal could have made me as mad as I just got. <laughs> I mean, if she, if she were in my church, I would hug that woman. And here I am thinking thoughts about this woman maybe saying some words about this woman in the safety of the sanctuary of my vehicle. And I've been wondering, where does this come from? You know, that's a great question to ask about the stuff in your life, if we can put it that way. Jesus said, it goes in your mouth one way, but it comes out in a different form. And a good question to ask about that stuff in your life is, where did it come from? How did, I, how did I take that out on somebody who didn't even do anything to me? See, because usually where it comes out is not where it comes from. We don't usually get angry and lose our temper with people who we're actually mad at. We lose our temper with people who we know will forgive us. And now you're taking out something on the people that you love the most, but where it's coming out is different than where it's coming from. And If we don't get honest about what we need from God this year, we will spend yet another year mopping up the floor without finding the pipe that was busted that was causing the leak to begin with. Come on, you know this is the truth. A lot of times, when I'm angry, it's not really even that I'm angry. It's that I'm afraid. And rather than be vulnerable in my fear, I'd rather express my fear through anger as a protective mechanism. And so I'm trying to work on my temper, but really what I need to work on is my trust. Because if I trusted God more, I wouldn't be afraid. And if I wasn't afraid, I wouldn't find an expression of anger. Where's this coming from? It's great to make a list at the beginning of the year of the things that you'd like to do differently. 
but it's better to find out where it's coming from so you don't just recreate a different issue that was caused by the same disease because you only learned to take ibuprofen for the symptoms, but you never underwent the surgery to understand some of the beliefs beneath the behavior. Even in relating to people, I have to remember that even the way they're treating me might not be a reflection of how they feel about me. It might be a reflection of how they feel about themselves. It might be a reflection of what they're dealing with in their own time alone and the way that they push me away. And that's why you really got to be careful not to let rejection take root in your heart because sometimes people are pushing you away, not because of anything that is undesirable about you, but it's actually that the person finds themselves so undesirable that they don't know how to let anyone get close because to let anybody close carries a risk with it that they will be seen and found out to be less than which they already believe that they are, and you are spending all of your time trying to love someone who is unable to receive your love, and the rejection is not proof of your defection. It is proof of something in their own life, but where it shows up is not necessarily where it starts. And Jesus knew that. He knew that which is why he didn't go back and forth with these Pharisees. He knew better. He knew where he came from, and he knew that every plant that my father does not plant will be plucked up. So he knew that where it comes from determines how it comes out. Can I preach a little bit today? I know you got a lot on your minds. and. You've got to pack lunches for the kids and, and get back to school, and I know all of that, but I want to stop and ask the question today, where did it come from? And in, in my life so often, I have been dealing with things at the level of visibility, and because I'm dealing with things at the level of Jesus takes us inside, he says, when, when food goes into the stomach and comes out the body… It is like a thought that goes in the heart and comes out the mouth. He's making an analogy. And there's not a lot of scientific, you know, uh, explanation. It's not a biology lesson necessarily. He's not going into the small intestine and the secretion of the fluids of the kidney and the pancreas. Did that make any sense? <laughs> but he's giving us something to understand about how we metabolize our thoughts and our lives and even our disappointments and our failures, and I think it's so valuable because a lot of us started this year counting calories, counting carbs. Some of y'all are on paleo and keto and counting macros. I still don't know what macros are, but I heard a lot of people have been counting them, and I wish you the best with that because we all got to count something. We've all got to count something, or we're going to keep counting our waistline as it expands like the prayer of Jabez, and God enlarges your territory. I got to count something at some point. Like when, when I first married Holly, she started uh, the, the demon of fried rice came into our house. You like how everything's a demon today? The demon of Doritos got in our house. And when I got to size 38 and it was bulging, 
I mean, I had a braided belt stretched across those size 38s, and I started size 30. 18 months later, I said, I got to start counting carbs. I got to start eating bacon. I got to get a healthy alternative. I got to get the Atkins diet. I got to have a low carb lifestyle. And you know what the Lord told me last year? Because I was letting all this toxic talk and toxic thoughts just get all in my spirit, and it got me to a real dark place. And God said, If you would count your complaints like you count your carbs, and it's funny because the majority of things we think we need to do better this year have to do with putting stuff in our mouth, what we put in our mouth. And maybe you do need to stop putting some stuff in your mouth. But maybe the priority, flip the flow, is what you put in your heart. Because where it comes from determines where it comes out. Now, I'm not telling you what movies to watch or what music to listen to this year. I'm not that kind of preacher. In fact, I think sometimes. Some of the stuff that we put in our heart that hurts us the most has nothing to do with bad words. Man, I've heard, I've heard pagans speak a word of God with bad language in it, and Christians curse without saying a single four-letter word. I, I've heard Christians say some of the most hateful, judgmental, fear-inducing condemnation you've ever heard in your life. And listen, this year I'm guarding my heart. And I don't mean that I'm not watching Netflix and and I don't mean that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about reading the Old Testament before next Sunday. I'm talking about really paying attention to the types of of a pattern of thought that you allow your heart to digest. Because your spirit has a digestive system. Jesus said it's out of your heart that's causing you the real problem. You know, Pharisees are, are like offended, Jesus, because you said that they don't have to wash their hands before they eat. Well, they don't. Only Aaron and the priests had to wash their hands. But they put traditions on top of truth and made it something it was never supposed to be. You can wash your hands all you want. You can break out your hand sanitizer every time pastor says touch your neighbor and squirt it on. You know, I was so offended the other day. Somebody came up to meet me and they, they introduced themselves and they shook my hand. I watched them walk away squirting stuff all over their hands. I'm like, well, hey, I didn't even want to talk to you. <laughs> Don't you wish they made heart sanitizer? For some of these people that we have to deal with, for some of these, these thoughts, some of these memories, some of these habits, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be marketable? That was Stephen Furtick, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under Stephen Furtick, Flip It, Flip the Flow by Stephen Furtick. You can also find out more information at his website, which is stephenfurtick.com. And of course, you can find lots of different sources on YouTube with him preaching. His church is called Elevation Church, which is based in Charlotte. So there's all kinds of ways you can reach material that he has put out. It's great stuff. Hope you have a great day. I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.